0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another show Dole the old bros. What's up, dude? How's it going? How's everybody doing out there? Um,
1: pretty sure everybody's doing great, right? Um, Coming off a uh, Super Wild Card weekend? Oh, my God. Kind of disappointing? For who? Well, <laughs> for, the, for the average fan. For the average fan.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of the games uh, should have been... Uh, a little closer,
1: closer. yeah.
0: In my opinion, I think you were right on that Tampa Bay and uh, Eagles. I was, I expected a closer game, um, but you know, but you know, Bengals Raiders was pretty good. Uh, the biggest disappointment to me was Bills Pats. I thought that game was going to be much closer than what it really was. It was pretty much over by halftime. <laughs> <coughs> I mean. And then, I mean, Chiefs, uh, Steelers, like, it, yeah. yeah, we all expected that to be a blowout. Monday night was that also, was a, yeah, that was a big disappointment. I think, I think the Cardinals, I don't know what happened, man. They lost their mojo, but this is like their third straight year where they, they've crumbled in the last six games of the season. So we'll see what happens down there in Arizona. Uh, I don't expect any changes coaching-wise, but it is something to look forward into next season and to see if uh, um, they pull the plug on Kingsbury if he has another season like this.
1: Yeah, man. A lot of shockers, obviously. Uh, I was expecting that to be a really good game. And also the Bills passed, but it just didn't turn out like that. It's just one of those weird weekends. But let's start it off from Saturday. Uh... Midday, I guess, when these games started, man. Um, Bengals, Raiders, we both expected this to be a close game, and we both picked the Bengals to win this. But um, initially, what what do you think about this game? Um, What stands out to me about this game
0: is the calls that were made. Or at least that one call that was made where they blow the whistle. Usually, any time they blow the whistle, it's like you stop the play. The play should be stopped. And... It seemed like the players stopped. Even the, the Bengals, uh, I don't know if it was Boyd or Higgins that caught the touchdown. Um, he kind of was, wasn't was even celebrating because he heard the whistle. And then, I don't know what happened after that. They, <clears throat> they reviewed it, and they said that it's a touchdown, uh, which made no sense to me. Uh, you can't blow the whistle, have the players stop, and then... And then you know, just say, "Oh yeah, no, it was a it, it was a good play, good to go." Yeah. Apparently, they got rid of that crew uh, that worked that game, um, so they're not working in the playoffs no more. So, uh, obviously, the NFL thought it was a big deal for them to get removed, and I think a lot of a lot of Raider fans should be pissed. Like that was a huge play in the game. Uh, you hold them right there; it's a field goal, and I think um, <clears throat> somebody was saying that. Once they blow the whistle, you can't review that. You can't change that. The whistle is blown. It's dead. They they said Burroughs stepped out of bounds, and then they didn't. But if the initial – I don't think he did step out of bounds, but if the initial whistle blew and they thought he set, stepped out of bounds, then you can't review that. It is what it is. They lose a down – and that would have been fourth down and they would have been forced to kick a field goal instead of getting the seven points. So it was a big outcome in the game. And um I mean uh, the Raiders were on the the losing stick of that. So it was blown because they thought Burrow stepped out of bounds. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: Well they showed in the replay he didn't, but they still blew the whistle. They blew the whistle. So uh-huh. they apparently when you blow the whistle Play is supposed to stop, and that's it. Like, they, if they see somebody, like, you can't review that. Like, if they see you step out of bounds, that's it. Only if it's on the scoring play. I think they said that you could review that. And he didn't step up. They said he didn't. They said he didn't. I think I saw the replay, and it was closed, but he didn't.
1: Okay.
0: Um, But, yeah, it's just, it's just something that you don't want happening in a playoff no, game. No, you
1: don't.
0: You know, regardless of, of whatever it is. It's something you don't want happening.
1: Yeah. Um Bengals really got going early. Uh, they haven't I think they hadn't won in thirty one years. Yeah. And they've had a they came up close in a lot of years. I I think the one most refreshing to me is that I'm not sure if you remember the Steelers Bengals game. Yeah. Where Antonio uh, Brown got like drilled. Yeah, dude, that was that was a game they had in control and uh could have broke that streak <coughs> a long time ago but a bunch of dumb penalties near the end that cost them that game. But it's cool for the city of Cincinnati to finally get this, uh, this win after 31 years. And, um, but yeah, man, I'm really impressed with the Raiders. Um, I think they played really good. Um, Derek Carr threw the ball 54 times, but um, I thought he had a solid game. Um, Obviously it was much closer (laughs) because on that final drive, they, uh, Gave him like a 15-yard penalty. So, I guess, I guess the referees made it up somehow for the for the Raiders.
0: Whoa. And
1: like um, uh, didn't even come close to, to Derek Hart's head or helmet. And they called a the 15-yard uh, penalty on that. But uh, I'm a little surprised that he just didn't run a little bit more. Uh, Jacobs only had 13 carries, 83 yards. But overall, what a good game, man. And then uh, I got to give a shout-out to the coach. I think we both expected this to be a good game, but... Again, like the job he did all year was. Oh no, yeah, job he did all year. I mean, you know the Raiders obviously they're done with the playoffs, man. But it's gonna be a, a cool destination. I mean, we're all gonna see what they do with Derek Carr or who they get as their coach.
0: Yeah, but
1: this is a this is a really good team, man. I, I like some of the players they got. Uh is a stud. Uh, Jacobs is a respectable back, and then you got Darren Waller, obviously uh, top tight end in this game, and. Um, so,
0: yeah, I think the Raiders are. Uh, it's a good destination. Like if you're uh, a coach who who wants somewhat of a a team that's kind of built to win now. And then I'm not. Uh,
1: sure, I'm not. My bad. I'm not sure if you saw the reports about Harbaugh.
0: Yeah. Today, yeah. So yeah, I saw reports that Harbaugh is seriously thinking the Raiders, and I mean, if that's if that's a place where he wants to go. I mean, I think he can win. I mean, he he's won in ev- everywhere he's gone. I mean, Stanford, the Niners, Michigan. I mean, I know it took him longer in Michigan, but I mean, that was a total rebuild, pretty much. Um, and I feel like college is a lot harder to rebuild your program. You need you need several years to get the you know. There's no free agency there. Like it's all recruitment, so it takes it takes a while, you know, to develop these players even after you you get them to commit. So. I do feel like um, if he goes to the Raiders, I mean, I feel like he could win right away. He has Derek Carr, a veteran QB right there. If he decides to stick with him and Raiders sign him long term, not sure his contract status. I think he is a free agent or he has a player option or team option. Not sure what the situation is there, but um, and then you just have maybe add some playmakers. I feel like they they're missing a couple playmakers down there and. I think that's a good destination for Harbaugh, you know. I just feel like, uh, and then not only that, like, it's Vegas. Like, who doesn't want to go to Vegas? Vegas yeah. You know, and it's the hot new stadium and all that stuff. So, hey, I think it's a good good place. And um, they need stability. That's what the Raiders need. And I think Harbaugh could provide that stability. Like, it's a place where, where, you know, the Raiders have been going through coaches left and right. So they find, I think they, they you know they really like Grudin but you know the whole situation that happened you know you had to get rid of him. So I feel like Harbaugh will provide stability for that franchise as far as coaching and and you know could take them to the next level and possibly you know deeper in a playoff run.
1: Yeah man so we're going to excited to see what happens with the Las Vegas Raiders in the off season. Bengals get the much Needed a win after so many years, and they move on and play Tennessee this weekend. And then we moved to the night game. Um, it was passed, man. That was, that was a shot through. I think we ex- both expected that to be a close game and it just was a blowout. <laughs> I mean, halftime, second quarter, it just looked ugly and looked like it never got better. Yeah, it was
0: disappointing. I feel like the momentum changed after that pick they had. It was 7 oh, yeah. 0, and then mm. uh, was a Micah Hive? With the one-handed pick that he had, I feel like everything switched after that. I feel like the the, the Patriots' offense stalled. They kind of hit like a like a neutral. Like they couldn't get out. They could. They were. They couldn't get out of their own way.
1: game they offensively defensively they were just in, in uh in sync man josh allen i think they had like the first perfect game they call it where they scored uh, no punts and scored on uh t- was it a touchdown every drive yeah i think so they don't, they're, they're, yeah yeah no field goals touchdown every drive uh no four down the run in, game so. their run game was rolling yeah they got so. single going and yeah. then I, I heard this thing uh Listening to Pat McAfee today with Josh Allen, but I heard that Bill after the game actually went to Josh Allen and told him how uh, impressed he was with uh, his performance. And dude, that's saying a lot. Yeah, man, Josh Allen is a freaking stud. Yeah,
0: I think anytime you get compliments from uh, Bill Belichick, is uh, you must be doing something right. Uh, he's not one to hand out a whole lot of compliments. Yeah, that's, you know, that's so
1: uh, that's so rare. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it was kind of a disappointing game. Uh, didn't expect that to happen. Um, we'll see what happens. But yeah, kind of a disappointing game.
1: Yeah, excited to see what the Patriots do in the offseason. Obviously, um, we expect them to be back. Uh, I think Mac, with another year under his belt, showing improvements and maybe um, add a couple of playmakers on that offense, and I think uh, the Patriots will be fine. Uh, you know, Bills somehow always gonna figure it out. So
0: yeah, but, I think they need a couple more playmakers, like you said, uh, some receivers. Definitely, you know, anytime you depend on Jacoby Myers, uh, that, uh, that's that's kind
1: of tough. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, Bills moving on, they face the Chiefs this weekend, and then we move to the to the Sunday games on uh, Wild Card uh, Super Wild Card weekend. We start off with the Eagles and the Bucks. <coughs> What
0: a disappointment. Well, I guess you 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 called it. You expected that, I but just I, didn't
1: see, it, bro. I, Why?
0: Well, I just expected a little bit more fight from Philadelphia. They they just they look bad. Um, but like we said last week, I mean they hadn't beaten any, anybody that was above five hundred. Uh, so I mean, what did we expect? You know, to go into Tampa and beat them. Uh, I just, you know, I saw Tampa Bay going in there and kind of banged up. I felt like uh Philadelphia could have made it a game, but they didn't. They went down early and uh it just felt like from the get like you know, I know it was like what 14-0 or something uh or 17-0 and you always kind of thought, "Oh man, the Philadelphia was still in it, still in it," you know, and I don't know, even though it was it wasn't the it wasn't that bad. It just felt like they they weren't going to – they weren't even going to get close. And then, you know, towards the end, Brady pulls away and, and did his thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they held them for a while when they were up 17 uh, nothing, But – and the offense was the Eagles' offense was moving it. Uh, they converted on a couple big plays. But I just feel like they made – um they didn't take advantage of the matchup. Devontae Smith, they were playing off him the whole game. It looks like they didn't even look his way at times when they needed to and those are your playmakers that you got to trust in these situations and it just didn't seem like that was in the game plan obviously coming out the second half but at at that point man it's already too late you already uh like giving up um but he had four catches 60 yards but he could have he could have been in play for for a bigger game yeah yeah no yeah i totally agree with you especially with, with uh Godard, man, they could have really used some. But young team, young coach, uh, young quarterback—it just it, it just seemed like a recipe for disaster this whole time for me. Um, I saw the Bucks pull it off right away. Yeah, Philadelphia, just um,
0: yeah, they they seem too overpowered for for the Bucks. And uh, now, what well, before we move on to the other games, I, what do you think about this seven seed, like? You think they should get rid of it or or what? Because I mean, they've had the seventh seed for two straight years already, and seventh seed ain't looking like they would pull off an upset, you know. So, do you think they should keep it? Do you think they should consider um, uh, consider maybe adding an eighth, and then having the first two get a bye? Uh, maybe that make it more competitive.
1: I don't know. Well, maybe for sure, I'm gonna get rid of it uh too much money involved yeah. uh, I don't I'm gonna do that uh but yeah, man, it's just uh, they're just not they're just really bad games. Uh, we saw it this weekend with the Steelers chiefs and the bucks uh eagles. I forgot what was last year. I think last year was saints and bears out there, right. and then the only one that we've had good is the bills and uh. Colts last year that came down to the wire yeah yeah. that's been the only good one but these these matches man it just seems like a whole mismatch um I I just think at a at a seed like that when you have a team like Philly making the playoffs and you have the Steelers I mean who I mean I really didn't see any (coughs) any, they just don't match up well man so I think the whole seventh seed is just a money grab um make it maybe more exciting for week 18 but other than that i don't see no seven seed upsetting a to a two seed that late in the season so no
0: yeah uh, especially the to me what was uh more disappointing was the Steelers one i just felt like that one was just Steelers shouldn't have been in there but uh yeah i don't know that game was uh Sort of uh sort of a snoozer, both of them. And um
1: and yeah. Um well since we were just going there, let's talk about the Steelers Chiefs real quick. I mean Steelers jumped ahead early, they get the seven nothing lead after that, it just it just came down on them. Yeah. Uh and it was late in the second quarter. It looked like the Chiefs were gonna get shut out in the first half and they just blew it open from there.
0: Yeah, and then next thing you know they got forty two points and you're just like damn, like that was fast. Uh, I do like the I do like the fight that the Steelers, um, you know, showed in the beginning. Uh, but you know, it was just too much too much offense for them to handle. Uh, you know, Big Ben, you know, couldn't really match up with. With their defense, couldn't really
1: match up with Deontay um, yeah, Johnson dropping easy balls. You know, yeah,
0: you know the run game didn't get going either for the for the Steelers. We 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 said this the week before that if the Steelers had any chance of getting in they had to you know control the clock and and, and keep the run game on the field and and that was a that was a way that they could have had a shot, um, but they didn't they didn't really do that and um, a bunch of three and outs. Uh, giving uh, Mahomes and uh, the KC Chiefs, you know, a lot of um, a lot of opportunities to score. And, uh, you know, for the most part, their defense held up for the first quarter and a half, and then they just ran out of gas, and it was all down, downhill from there.
1: Yeah, there's only so much you could do without – there's only so much your defense could do to hold an offense like the Chiefs down <coughs> for so long. And, like I said, man, it's just a mismatch. No one. I don't think anybody but Mike Florio picked Steelers to win. No way. Yeah, yeah. Picked the Steelers to win. Are you kidding me? Oh, dude. Had to be a Vikings fan. What a clown. <laughs> clown town. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, man. Um, it was just a game, but uh, to finish it off, man, on the on the Sunday games, we go move to the Dallas Niner game. What did you think about that? It was the best game of the
0: weekend. Um, It was uh, everything we expected, I think, from uh, if you're a Niner fan and if you're a a, a Cowboys fan. uh, I think uh, you could tell who the better team was right away. Um, Cowboys were not disciplined at all. Uh, They made a lot of boneheaded plays. They shot themselves in the foot left and right. Uh, we still gave them opportunities to steal that game, and they just found a way to do what the Cowboys do every year, which is uh, crap to bed. And uh, I, to tell you, like I wasn't surprised, you know, I wasn't surprised that we came out that way. We pretty much bullied them. Like it was, if it wasn't for the Jimmy G turnover that, that happened late in that game. Oh, man, I see us putting them away, and then he also had a big throw where he would have he he would have put him uh, he would have put him away also uh, that he overthrew Brandon Ayuk. I feel like those two plays, I mean, would have buried the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, our defense was uh, our defensive line was overpowering their offensive line. We had five sacks. I don't know. I think we had like about uh, they said like about ten hits, 10, 12 hits on Dak Prescott. I mean, we pretty much shut down CeeDee Lamb. He had one catch all game. I don't know if that was just uh, Dak not looking that his way or uh, a lot of pressure was put on Dak that he didn't have time to get him the ball. But uh, we outplayed him in almost every phase of the game. Um, Yet yeah, we still almost gave it to them by making some boneheaded plays. But. Uh, glad we came out the win, and uh, like I like to say, how about them cam? <laughs>
1: yeah, man, it, it just didn't seem like, how I was thinking about that, I didn't see one memorable play besides the Cooper touchdown, which was uh, late already in the second quarter, right? Yeah. Um, right before half, but other than that, dude, I don't remember... Uh, a really amazing play that the Cowboys did in this game. Everything was just—I don't remember anything from Cooper. I don't remember hearing C.D. Lamb's name. It looked like they were a non. I think control. their best playmaker was Schultz.
0: Yeah, that was their best play playmaker all game. Yeah, I feel like I don't—I he, didn't hear anything about Pollard. I feel like I didn't hear anything about Zeke. <laughs> yeah. They had like a total of like sixty yards between the both of them. Yeah. No, so they their run—they couldn't do anything. Both went out of the game. That was another thing, and. You know, you felt like I remember when Bosa, I saw Bosa get out of the game, and, and I'm like, oh, damn, like, here we go. You know, they're going to catch a break right here, and uh, they're probably going to, um, you know, our D line's not going to be as consistent. And, dude, I was wrong. They kept coming, and they kept coming. You know, shout out to guys like DJ Jones and uh, Eric Armstead. They kept coming, and um, Charles Menihue, a guy that we picked up at the deadline, I mean, he stepped in that Bosa role. The guy had like a one and a half sacks, five hurries or something like that. I mean, he did amazing. So our D-line was humming. And, uh, yeah, it, it did feel like Dallas, even though the score indicated a lot closer, obviously, came down to the last play of the game. But it just felt like
1: we, we were just too much for them. Yeah, it just seemed like an overpowered matchup. Um, Niners came in with the game plan, and they followed it throughout. Uh, Mitchell, obviously, they, they punched the Dallas to start off the game in the mouth, which we expected. Uh, but they they still stuck with it, man. They stuck with Mitchell <gasps> having 27 carries. Damn, I don't even remember him having that much. Yeah. But yeah. 27 carries, Debo had 10. Uh, so, man, they just – Niners went in with a game plan, and I, and I think that's they executed. And I don't think the Cowboys did. Like you said, if it wasn't for the Jimmy turnover, Jimmy overthrowing on Ayuk, or maybe even the false start. Um, yeah. Or the you know yeah, Jimmy didn't let Trent set himself. Um, this game is not even. We're not even talking about this game. You know, it could have been one of the the blowout. Yeah, could have been another blowout of the weekend. Honestly, yeah. just uh, just seemed like that.
0: Yeah, it just. Uh, and then not only that, I mean Dallas Cowboys. I mean, what, what do you what do you what do you got to say about how they how they. Uh, how they were so undisciplined and how many errors they made. Like, I felt like they they also shot themselves in the foot a lot.
1: Oh, what do you think about that? You think it's just coaching? You think it's just what is it? It's coaching. I I think it's coaching. I think it starts with Mike McCarthy because if you don't remember on Thanksgiving Day, he the first thing McCarthy goes to the press conference, he starts ripping the refs and. I mean, dude, you you just, you just can't do that. You gotta be disciplined enough. I mean, how can you rip the refs? Um, I'm talking about the Raider game when your guys are holding Deshaun Jackson. I think it was Deshaun Jackson on like two like monster plays that like, in overtime that like was the <coughs> outcome of the game. And McCarthy, the first thing he does is rip the refs. I'm like, you're setting a bad example for your team. Like, uh, like it's okay what you guys are doing. It's the refs' fault. Yeah. Um, Whatever. You're not holding them accountable. No, and you have to, man. And there was just so many stupid penalties uh, in this game where you're just like, what the hell? Is I, I thought going the off? I
0: thought the stupidest one. I mean, the besides the penalties, most penalties are pretty stupid. But this one of the stupidest plays came after came after that they made an excellent play on special teams where they threw the ball, they got the first down. I even called it. We were watching it here. Remember, I told you. I said that's a fake. There's no way that they were gonna punt it. You know they were they were down, uh, they were down a couple scores, and uh, there was no way that they they were gonna uh, punt it. I, I was like, that's gonna be a fake. <laughs> yes, it was. It was a fake. They threw it. They get the first down, and then they ha- they leave their special teams unit out there. They didn't make a substitution, and it's just, and you're looking at them like, what the fuck are they doing? I, like, I couldn't help but laugh, cause I'm like, dude, what are you guys doing? Like. I've never played a team so uh, so inconsistent and and so unprepared. Like, they look unprepared. They look like they didn't belong in the playoffs. They look like the playoffs weren't, you know, the thing, you know? Like, which, you know, most of the times it isn't, you know, Cowboys thing. But I don't know. They just they didn't – McCarthy did not have that team prepared at all. And I don't know if you heard, but – uh, he said, uh, I heard it on the Rich Eisen show today, that uh, his uh, exit press conference that he had yesterday, he said something like, uh, his team was nervous. He said that. Like, how can you say that? Your team was nervous? Like, and then he and then he was like, oh, no, well, I take that back. My team wasn't nervous. It was, it was just, uh, don't think we were as, uh, don't think we came out as fast as we wanted to. But I don't know. That's just something you
1: don't say, from, especially a head coach. You're not supposed to say that. It's football, man. These guys have been playing their whole lives, They're professionals. Um, Haka, I, I, that doesn't make sense to me that they, they're nervous. They got outplayed. They got punched in the mouth, and that's what happened. here. Uh, I don't think they were – I think the Cowboys – we both said it on the, the show last week. We both said that this, we felt like the Cowboys were the finesse team. I feel like they were a better version of the Eagles. <laughs> Seriously, I no, don't yeah. I don't, uh, don't know who they beat this year besides the Patriots that you were to honestly say, damn, that was a good win for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. They were all wins. I think they were a finesse team the whole year, and there's no shot at the Cowboys. It's just, it didn't seem like a team that could uh, th- the make it. And I think it was mostly on offense, man, because I felt like their defense did good. They punched you, you guys went down the field, punched them in the mouth, but it seems like they D desettled really down. For yeah, they, the held us, they held yeah. us.
0: They held us. They held us to some field goals,
1: which you know at, at
0: during the time I'm like damn, it's field goals. But you know if you really think about it, that was ended up being the difference in the game. Um, but yeah, like it, it, their defense, I thought they did a pretty good job after they got punched with the touchdown uh, first drive, and then uh, their offense, they just never, they never got going. They were the number one scoring offense. They had, got held to seventeen points. 7 of those points were because Jimmy threw a pick that he shouldn't have thrown. Uh if not I mean who knows how many points they end up with. I mean this game could have ended 23-10 and I wouldn't be surprised. Um and you know another thing I want to touch touch or ask you like
1: what you thought about what you think about that last play of the game like what was that about? There you go. Uh it's just a team that's unprepared because if you if you really look at it, dude, you got to know the time of the clock. I don't think Dak was prepared for that moment. I don't think they were saying that they practiced that they practiced at play and practiced this. Bro, um, you look at teams that are prepared. and uh, I recently was just looking at the Packers 49ers highlights from week uh, three. And you see Rodgers on that 37-second drive. Dude, you see the center, Rogers straight to the referee every time they call the ball. They give the ball to the referee. What is Dak doing uh, with 14 seconds, bro, giving the ball to the center, knowing that he knows that the referee has to spot the ball?
0: Yeah, he has to spot you, the how ball. How do you not know that? Yeah, he
1: got to spot the ball. You got to get your team set yeah.
0: before you even think about hiking it. Yeah. And to me, I, I, wouldn't, I would rather take two or three shots from the 40-yard line or wherever it, it was that they were at. I'd rather take two or three shots, just throw some Hail Marys, than to run a play up the middle and probably not even get one playoff. And they didn't. You know, you, you shouldn't. I mean, you, a QB draw with 14 seconds left? Like, what are you thinking, it's dude? It's like,
1: impossible, dude. Yeah,
0: and McCarthy said that he gave the okay for the call. Like, Like, you literally have to play it perfect. Not only that, you have to make sure the ref is, like, right behind you. And it's like you can't you can't depend on these old guys to you know to run as fast as you and get to the line as fast as you you can and then even that like you're gonna have a second and I mean I don't know it just felt like the Cowboys shot themselves
1: in the foot and and like you're saying like I I think it comes down to coaching I mean that's all on coaching right there man um, because if you really think about it. Uh, if they give the ball to the referee, center looking for the referee, whatever, or Dak was already lined up, dude. And the referee's trying to get through to get the ball. Like, those are seconds off the clock. Yeah, they, and, he, and the ref, and you can't tell the ref, go around. Like, go around. <laughs> like, you're, you're
0: wasting more time. Like, the ref has to cut through. You got to even give him a lane, in my opinion. Like, yeah. you got to try to give him a lane right so, there. So, that's
1: what I'm saying. That's all wasted. seconds <clears like this, throat> that they wasted there. Even if they would have had one second on the clock, two seconds, whatever – those are crucial, dude. That's what cost you the game, right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. It was um,
1: disappointing for the if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, man. Really frustrating, dude. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, and, and I'm loving every moment of it. I <sighs> will enjoy this until you know, till the playoffs are over. Um, but yeah, this is this was a this was something I really enjoyed. Uh, like I've told you many times, you know. I would go watch the Niners and Levi's and Candlestick. And I would have to deal with these annoying Cowboy fans. We them boys. We them boys. Oh, God. And to just finally say, just stick it to them. And stick it to them in the playoffs was even better. It was the playoff game, a game that meant something. It wasn't uh, like the Cowboys had to face uh, Nick Mullins or Hoyer or our coach Chip Kelly. Like, they had to face our... Or top guys, whether whatever you think about Jimmy, whether you think he's a, uh, a mistake-prone QB or a winner, whatever view you have on him. Uh, but he was—he's one of our better guys. Obviously, uh, I would rather roll with Jimmy than Nick Mullins or Brian Horror anytime. Uh, but yeah, I—I I, I enjoyed every minute of it. I'm still enjoying it to this day. I'll probably enjoy it for the rest of the year, <laughs> probably till next season. Um but yeah, it was uh it was amazing to 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 see them crumble like that on their home field in their home stadium, Jerry's World. Uh and seeing their fans' faces at the end of the game was just priceless. Like I I enjoy watching I, I don't like Stephen A. Smith, but this this week I loved Stephen A. Smith.
1: I enjoyed every single show he did this week about the Cowboys. <laughs> Uh, wow. Jesse woke up with uh, just talking about the Cowboys. I think he was falling asleep during the beginning of the pod. But <laughs> once we started talking Cowboys and Niners, he, he woke up. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> but the Cowboys stay home. Uh, Niners move on. And the Monday night game, finally, another one, man. Another team that looked unprepared, punched in the mouth. Arizona Cardinals fall, fall again, man. They crumble. And uh, I don't really know what to say about this game because the Rams look dominant and the Cardinals look lost.
0: Now let me ask you a question: Do you think the Rams were more dominant? I think, so. or do you think, or do you think
1: the Cardinals are just unprepared? No, man. I think a lot of a lot of had to do with the Rams too, because I think the Rams played a really good game. Obviously, it's a, it's a mixture of both, but I think mostly because the Rams are dominant. I think the Rams were playing with a lot of confidence. Obviously, uh, they've been playing good football, man. Except. They run into the Niners and it just seems that's like their crypto knight. But other than that, defense has been playing well. Yes, we had the Stafford turnovers, but their defense has been playing good, and their offense obviously has been playing good. It's just Stafford had been holding them back a little bit. But I just felt Stafford didn't make the mistakes in this game. And I mean, Kyler Murray trying to be Superman and you know, trying to avoid that safety, ends up throwing the pick six. It's just was
0: one of the worst
1: yeah, it just looked like a team that was unprepared or Ky- or too big for the moment, at least for Kyler, you know?
0: Yeah, and I just feel like it was also too big for the moment for their coach. I feel yeah. like their coach, um, you know, this is the third year in a row where um, the last six games of the season, like, they just they just crumbled. Last year, like, they were one of the top teams of fighting for the division, and they crumbled. Uh, this year they were first in the West uh, up until, the, like, the last four or five games. And they completely crumbled. Playoffs, they crumbled. Like, I I don't know what it is. It it obviously has to be coaching because they also said that Kingsbury record, his record in college in the first six games or something like that was like amazing. And in the final six games or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. he was bad. So uh, I think coaching has a lot to do with this. Um, Kyler Murray, the fact that I mean, he was running for his life, dude, and and not having DeAndre Hopkins out there is a big blow, obviously. I mean, J.J. Watt, I gotta give him props for coming back and and trying to trying to uh, you know uh, give his uh, team a, a a boost, you know. But damn, man, like it just felt like even defensively, like it it seems like they weren't they weren't prepared at all. There was no pass rush. There was really no. Uh, they couldn't stop Odell or Cup or Higby, I mean, or Cam Akers. I mean, this guy coming off injury was ran for, like, almost 100 yards on them. So, I don't know. I just feel like the Cardinals are totally unprepared. Uh, they definitely need to uh, make some uh, upgrades to the offense uh, and defensively, I believe. Um but
1: we'll see what happens with them. Yeah, maybe this is a good learning experience for the Cardinals. Um, obviously, uh, Edmonds only had eight carries. Connor only had four carries, and those were uh, at least Connor was a big because uh, Edmonds was hurt. But Connor was a big factor of this offense for much of the season, and that's just not a recipe to win uh, for the Cardinals yeah. when uh, your best player, possibly on offense besides Kyler, right now, uh, only gets four carries for 19 yards. Um, and Zach Gertz as well, man. Zach Gertz was a big part of the offense when D-Hop went down. He got most of the, the baggage, uh, but he only had three three receptions for 21 yards, and that's just not going to do it. Uh, other than that, dude, Christian Kirk, six uh, six catches, 51 yards. But, um, yeah, they needed some playmakers, and it just wasn't it, and this could be a good learning experience for them. Uh, we'll see what this does for the Cardinals. But, yeah, I think their defense kept them in it, um, for a while, it's just other than that, dude. I think when it was fourteen nothing, other than uh, Kyler throws that that pick six. It was twenty one nothing. That was horrible. Their, their defense still held them in. I think for before the half, and it, the, the Cardinals couldn't do nothing. And it was just defense, obviously, yeah, it was going to crumble after that. <clears throat> on the field too long, but yeah, Cardinals go go home. Rams move on, uh, and here we are, divisional weekend. It started off this Saturday. Uh, what do you think about the Bengals Titans?
0: <clears throat> the Bengals Titans, I, I think that's going to be a good matchup, but I just feel like um, I feel like the Titans are going to pull away with that game. Um, the Titans um, kind of remind me a bit of the Niners uh, in the sense where uh, they're good defensively, uh, they run the ball really well. Um, they don't ask a lot from the QB, but yet they still have a couple playmakers on the outside, like AJ Brown and Julio Jones, who can make big plays for them. So I just feel like uh, Titans are are, are are a team that's well prepared right now. Uh, so I, I'm, and then they're at home. So I, I think I'm expecting the I'm expecting the Titans to pull away with this this game. I know Joey, uh, Joey Burrow. I mean, he's he's a beast. Uh, they, Jamar Chase and these boys—they're ballers, man. But I just feel like they're not there yet. They're are a couple, um, couple players away, couple ex- uh, playoff experiences away from from being in the AFC Championship game. Uh, so uh, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think the Titans pull away with this.
1: Yeah, man, my absolute lock of the week. Uh, it's definitely in this game, and I definitely have the Titans uh, winning this game. I just don't see it, man. I think Titans are are the being the most disrespected team in the playoffs right now, and they've been all year. I don't think anybody's given them their due, even though they've overcome a lot of things, a lot of injuries, especially with Henry. But they just found a way to win. Yes, they have some bad losses in there, like to the Jets, and I think they lost to the Houston once. But other than that, do those They've been a really good team, and they've been a physical team. And I just see the Titans uh, winning by two scores in this game. Like you said, the Bengals, I think they were ahead of their time. And I, I love what they have there with Joey and Jamar Chase mixing. In a good, hell of an offense, man. But I think this weekend, uh, I think they lost two of their D linemen. That's not going to go well if Henry's going. Um, but I think this weekend they get punched in the mouth and lose by two scores. Mm. Wow! Wow! Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean gonna, I can't disagree with you. I'm um, gonna go twenty six. Uh, I'll go twenty six fourteen.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, you can. Um, I I do feel I do feel like a lot of teams are. I mean, a lot of analysts and people on TV are disrespecting the Titans. A lot. I feel like the Titans are a team that don't sleep on them. Uh, I could see that team in the Super Bowl, yeah. um, you know, in a couple of weeks. So, I mean, that's a team you don't want to sleep on. Defensively, I feel like they're well-coached. You know, uh, Mike Rabel, I mean, he's hell of a coach. hell of a coach, man. He uh, he literally has his boys, his defense well-prepared. and um, And this year, they finally have a pass rush. So... I feel like that was the the missing piece for their defense, and you know, like you said on offense, uh, they don't turn the ball over. They got a good run game, and I I, I don't expect anything. Um, I don't expect them to to roll over this week against uh, against the Bengals. But I mean, a lot of weird stuff has happened, but I,
1: I I do I do I do think that they're gonna handle business. Time, lock of the week. Okay. Then we move to the Saturday night game. The uh, Niners. It's uh, bro versus bro. Yes. You have the old bros. There's a lot of tension doing
0: the show. Yeah, I don't even want to look at you right uh, now.
1: We have books in front of us because we can't see each other right now.
0: Yeah, I just... Every time <laughs> I hear your voice, I cringe.
1: <laughs> but the Niners go on to Green Bay. Um, what do you think about this game? Um... I think
0: it's going to be cold. (laughs) That's for sure. Uh, It's going to be a... It's going to be a... A hot... A hot... uh, A tough fought battle. Uh, That's for sure. I think that um, both teams... I feel like Packers have to win this game. This is... I mean, there's no excuses. I feel like the Packers need to win this game they need this more than us i i feel like if we win um great you know but uh we're playing with house money right now we literally got in last week of the season we're supposed to be in the playoffs found a way to get in we beat dallas now we're going to lambo um you know a uh, couple of players banged up here and there but uh for the most part we're healthy Um, but I still think Green Bay, I know we've had their number for many years, um, dating back to the Colin Kaepernick days, but I do feel like Green Bay, uh, has a much better team this time around than the other times we faced them. Um, I also think Aaron Rodgers is playing on a much higher level than than he was playing uh, when we faced him in, uh. The NFC championship game uh, back in 2019, Uh, I feel like he was new to the the Lafleur offense. Now he's his third year in it. Um, So I do I do feel like Rodgers is uh, way more prepared than back in 2019. Um, Do I think that we don't have a shot? No, I'm not saying that. I I do think that if um, if the Packers let us hang around, uh, that's not going to be good for the for them um our run game is one of our our uh, best uh weapons and I feel like Packers run defense if we saw it at the end of the year I feel like you know teams like the Browns were running all over them towards the end of the year I feel like if uh if we make this game close and our run game is rolling uh Packers are going to be in for um a tough battle to close us out and uh but like I said, I do expect the Packers to win. I'm not that I'm not that fan that's going to be like oh yeah, you know, it's my team. We're going to win for sure. Nah, I I expect the Packers to win and they should win. Um that they will is a different story. I mean that that's all that all goes into that all goes into um I I got to I got to say it's all goes into Rodgers if the defense does not step up, it's all on Rodgers, and Rodgers is going to have to deliver. You know, I know many times, you know, when you guys face Atlanta, when you guys, you know, Atlanta it was more like, oh, you know, the defense, you know, but this this time of year, man, I think Rodgers has to uh, um, take it up a notch. And, uh, and uh, if his defense is not uh, doing their job,
1: he's going to have to carry them this time. Is it my turn? Yes. <laughs> nah, man, this is gonna be an interesting game. Uh, I know a lot of people talk <clears> about <throat> our run defense and whatnot, but I do think it's inflated. Uh, I mean, a lot of people don't look at this, but I think it was inflated with a. We struggled with a lot of mobile quarterbacks, um, especially at the end of the season. The one game that we, like, we could literally had no uh, answer for the run game was against the Browns. That's Nick Chubb and. Um, Ernest, they really tore us up and that's not even uh a way to say it but I think the games like the Ravens we really held their running backs in check it was more Tyler Huntley doing his damage and then the the week before that we played Fields and Fields did most of his damage on rushing so I think I think the Packers really struggled with uh, the mobile quarterbacks not so much the running backs Uh, I think they did a and I think, th- which was which is strange, is that they held a lot of these mobile quarterbacks early in the season, like Wilson, Mahomes, who could scramble, Kyler Murray. They really held them in check, so it was really odd to see late in the season <coughs> them, uh, being able to, these uh, mobile quarterbacks to run on them. But yeah, man, it's, it's it's gonna be tough because of the Niners' rush attack that you talk about. It's been dangerous, but I, I on paper. This team, this Packers team is so much well-prepared. And if we talk about the previous matchups, I think all those previous matchups, 2012, 2013, 2019, not a really better team on the field, uh, talent-wise. And I just think this this time around, it's the Packers with the better talent. And they just can't shoot themselves in the foot. And uh, I think if they don't do that, they should win this game. Especially with Jimmy Hurt, uh, shoulder injury coming out now. Uh, it's gonna be really cold, like we said. Uh, I think the the Packers really have to sell out on the run as much as they can. Uh, do whatever they gotta do to try to contain Devo or or uh, Mitchell. Mitchell didn't play in the first game that they they played early in the season. Uh, but they gotta sell out on the run, and you gotta trust your corners, which is strength the strength of your defense, and uh, and put the ball in Jimmy's hands, especially in this type of weather, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think that's that's a,
0: that's that's probably the best recipe for success if you guys are gonna beat us. Uh I really think that um um like I, like you said, and I think you guys have a much better team this time around, obviously. But it's um it's gonna be a dogfight. I, I feel like uh you know, I know Jimmy. Uh, he's banged up, but uh, damn, he he's showing me a lot. Uh, he does make some throws where I fucking yell at the TV, and I'm like, "What the hell are you doing, bro?" But he has shown me a lot. He showed me a lot of grit in that Rams game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are mu- we are a much different team from Week Three when we face you guys. Uh, that's for sure. I'll tell you that right now. I think we didn't we didn't know our our identity. We didn't have an identity. Uh we were passing the ball a lot. Um I think that game our leading rusher was Trey Sermon, who had like sixty-two yards yeah. total. Uh he ran for like a total of like two yards a clip. Um, it was pretty bad. Our you know, we weren't running the ball and we still almost pulled that game off. I also think you guys are a much better team uh than than that week three matchup, you know? Um so I think it's for both teams, not just us. But um, but yeah, in in order for the Niners to to go up to Lambeau and still a win, if they're gonna have to rely heavy on their run game and good defense and uh, limit Jimmy to one one turnover or less. Um, anything over that, yeah, it's gonna be tough. Um, a lot of people always talk about you know when Jimmy makes a turnover or throws a pick, you know. Niners have a losing record. Um, another key stat uh, that I was uh, hearing earlier, um, Rodgers, when he throws a pick in the playoffs, he's like 2-8. and eight. So to us, we got to try to get the ball. Uh, if we're going to have a chance to try to steal this game, we need to create a turnover uh, and help out Jimmy and help out uh, the run game also. We can't just put it all in the run game I think our D-line has to play uh, – has to get to Rodgers, rattle him a bit. Um, we've done it before, uh, but it's just – it's going to come down to the – it's going to come down to uh, who makes less mistakes. And I feel – I I don't know about you, but I feel like special teams is going to be huge. Neither of our special teams is any good. Garbage. You guys are probably ranked last, and we're, like, second to last. Like, they both suck. So it might come down to which special teams plays better. And uh, we'll see we'll, we'll see how that goes. But uh, I, I'm really excited for this game. I think it's going to be a really good game. Uh, but I
1: kind of feel like the Packers are going to pull it out. But uh, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's going to be exciting. I like what the offense is right now. And something I did hear or have been hearing that you're – that your DC uh, he likes to play the corners off, and he that that he did that a lot against Dallas, and Dallas just didn't take advantage of it. And um, I just feel like if they do do that against uh, the Packers, I do see that that could be a, uh, something the Packers could take advantage of because I do think in twenty nineteen you guys had really good corners. You got Sherman, uh, MLG, mostly and. Uh, I mean, not to say that the corners are bad now, but I just feel like if you give that much space to, like, Adams and Lazar, who's really coming along right now, uh, I think it could be a problem, and I think it's something that the Packers could take advantage of. But I I, I feel um, our defense
0: uh, relies a lot on the the pass rush. Yeah. Uh, So if we're getting to the quarterback, it doesn't matter if we're playing five yards apart, ten yards, give a gap. If our D-line is playing how they were playing, like, yeah, it's easy for us. <clears throat> it's easy for us to say, like, oh, yeah, Dak had uh, – there was cushion there. But he had no time at all. Dak was saying hike, and there was a defender in, his, in the backfield already.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So <clears throat> it, it all starts with us up front, and I think that's why he does play off a little bit. He'd rather not give up the big play. He'd rather keep everything in front – but he he has faith in his d-line that they're going to get to the quarterback. So if our d-line is getting to to Rodgers on Saturday, I feel like that that's going to benefit us. Um <clears throat> and then for some reason I just feel like sometimes when Rodgers gets rattled from the matchups that we've had before, like when he gets hit he gets rattled, he gets upset. He gets like, "Oh, like oh shit, here we go again." And not only the times we've Face you guys, but like Arizona, when you guys face Arizona that one year where you guys lost, I mean he was getting hit pretty well in in a lot of those matchups. Even even the Atlanta Atlanta um, game that you guys had uh, McCarthy's last year, uh, Rogers not a QB that likes to get hit, and um, I feel like when you hit him, you you throw him off his game a little bit. Uh, you're never gonna stop Rogers. You're never gonna um, completely shut down Rodgers, that's not what's, like, you could only contain him, contain him. And if you try to contain him, uh, they'll give you, a, they'll probably keep you in the game and give you a shot to win the game
1: at the end. Yeah. It's gonna be good. It's gonna, it's gonna be good. Uh, I think it starts with the D. The defense gonna have to make a statement. That's the only way I'm gonna feel comfortable. They come out <coughs> I hope the Niners get the ball first and I want to see the defense uh Play like they were playing early in the season. I right? think they, they do have it in them and because of Devondre Campbell. I think he's. Back. And look this. This is. Th- this goes back
0: to like, like, um, let's say you guys, you know, go ahead, take care of business. Like, this is a good test for the Packers if they advance. It's a good test for them because I feel like any of the teams in the AFC are really going to challenge them. Oh, yeah. Especially like a team like the Bills who have. Josh Allen, who could run. Uh, Now it seems like they got their run game going. Uh, If they end up facing Derrick Henry and and the Titans in the the Super Bowl, you're going to need to shut down the run. If you face the Rams or the Bucks, you're going to need to shut down the run. So I feel like if the Packers find a way to survive this game and and move on, it's going to be a good test for them down the road. But I also feel like the Niners are well – well battle tested like it's it it seems like every freaking game we've played it's been a playoff game from like week fifteen and on, so I feel like the uh, I don't know this team is playing with a swagger right now. I hadn't seen this team play with this much swagger in a while. 2019 was different 2019 we were the number number one seed um <clears throat> kind of people did expect us to be there, you know, and I remember even that year. Uh, that NFC Championship game, not a lot of people were picking us because of the QBs. They said, "No, Rogers better QB. Rogers gonna win." Uh, this year, obviously, better QB is Rogers, but <clears throat> I, I, I think I think that that they're playing with a swagger that is it's you can see it in them. You see it in with Debo. Uh, he wants the ball in his hands. You see it with guys like Ayuk, who are finding uh, playing to their potential. You see guys like George Kittle making blocks, our offensive line making blocks. It's gonna be a dogfight, and I, damn, I, I, I kind of wish we weren't uh, facing each other um, uh, this this early in the playoffs. Um, but I, I kind of felt like it was gonna happen, especially if we took care of Dallas. Uh, so this this matchup is uh this matchup is a is a a matchup that it was bound to happen. At some point, it was going to happen again, um, especially when both our teams are consistently making playoffs. There's going to be even more more of these matchups later down the road.
1: Yeah. You got any five score? In the game? No, I ain't giving you no scores. <laughs> I'm going to go 31 20 Packers. <sighs> mm. I think a couple turnovers in there. Hopefully, a Russell will pick six. <laughs> and, um, but I just think the if the Packers are for real, they need to take care of this game, and that's all I'm gonna say, yeah, no, yeah, I uh, totally agree, you know my rule,
0: I ain't giving no predictions, uh, I feel like every time I do give one, it goes the other way around um but yeah i i just yeah, I think it's gonna be a hard fought game uh I feel like the team that uh makes less turnovers uh will win the game um. I also feel like the more the more physical team is gonna win the game. Uh, not saying that you guys, uh, I feel like if you guys want to beat us, you guys gotta be as physical as us. Um, because come playoff time, it, it's it's all about physicality, and 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 you saw what the Bucks did last year. The Bucks weren't a team that nobody was. Everybody was kind of sleeping on, and these guys towards the end of the season they were hitting. They were. Being physical at the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. and you saw the NFC championship game. Yeah. Brady didn't play well. He threw three
1: picks. Three picks. It was mostly for now. Even
0: even in the Super Bowl, he didn't play well. No, he no. did Um he had a couple of good plays and but it was all the run game and the defense. Yeah. So I just feel like um uh you guys are gonna have to be uh physical with with us if you guys wanna beat us and I also think uh, the the cold is going to be a factor um, for uh, both teams, but especially us because we come from California. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's going to be a dog fight, um, and uh, let's move on to the next games. Yeah,
1: moving on to the Sunday <clears throat> game, morning game, early game, uh, Rams Bucks. This is a hard one for me, man. Um, obviously, Bucks uh, coming off that win, Philly, <clears throat> but they lose a. Uh, the right tackle works. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to be available to play in this game. Um, but he hasn't
0: practiced all week.
1: This time. yeah, so he might be on. They lost their center. Center to Jensen. Is he out? No, uh, he hasn't practiced either. Dude, so this is this is this is another game. This is a <laughs> game. If the Rams are who they are, who we think they are, they gotta win this game. And it's because the Bucks don't have Chris Godwin. They don't have a B. It's just a game that's so perfectly settled for the Rams to win. (laughs) I'm excited to see all these games, honestly. For the first time, I want to see all these games. See if I can make that happen. (laughs) But this looks like a really good game. Um, I'm still going to choose the Bucs to win this game. But I do think this is the Rams' best chance. And then I... The Rams already beat them early in this week, uh, this week, this year. But if yeah. the Packers win, I want the Bucks. So if the Packers win Saturday night, I'm picking the Bucks to win. If if the Niners win, then I'm picking the Rams to win. If right. that makes any sense?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I get what you're coming from. You <laughs> yeah. want that revenge versus the Bucks? Um, yeah, I feel the I feel the same way. Um, I feel like this is the opportunity for the Rams. To take care of business, I feel like they this is this is uh this is a game they need to to win. Like, um I know they won last week, they beat the Cardinals at home, and that's all good, you know? But that's not why you went to go acquire Stafford. That's not why you went to go get Odell. That's not why you went to go get Von Miller, like this is not why you pay Aaron Donald the money you pay him. This is not why you go trade for Jalen Ramsey, like this, it just, this is, this is, this is not it. Like, you, you, know, like, two inches open, bro. Like, it, it's about to close, and it'll close real fast. Um, So, I think they got to win this game. Uh, And it doesn't even stop there. I feel like they have to win that. They have to be, it's Super Bowl or bust for the Rams. It is. I don't care if it's uh, Stafford's first year. With them, it's Super Bowl or buzz for them. Like, even if maybe not winning, but if just a Super Bowl appearance, like it's it's it has to be for them because it's it's not. Um, they did all those moves for that reason. They got rid of golf, who was pretty decent for them, uh, for that reason. <laughs> but I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah. This is their best opportunity, but I still won't count out Brady, and I feel like Brady will find a way to get this W.
1: Yeah, man. Um, my honestly, my gut is telling me Rams. I just like I'm saying, the matchups are perfect for the Rams. All the injuries on the old line: Aaron Donald, Wall Miller. If they play like they played against the Cardinals, this should be. I don't care if it's Brady back there. This should be a game that the Rams should win, and I, I really like Stafford, man. My gut's telling me the Rams. But just for the sake, because I picked the Packers to win, I'm gonna pick uh, the Bucks to win this. I'm gonna go really close, to This should be like a twenty four twenty three game, in my opinion. Mm. Bucks. Wow. Yeah, I I got the like I said, I got the Bucks. Swimming. And and I don't think it's a bus season if the Rams don't make no, it. No, it's a bus. Man. I don't think so. Uh, I think so. I think next year, yes. No. I think this year. <clears throat> I think Stafford <laughs> need to get the money, monkey off his back and get that playoff win. If they win this game, and they say they lose, but the they, have NFC the Championship, su- they have the Super
0: Bowl at home this year. Yeah, this is probably yeah. their best opportunity, you know. You know, you get pa- you get past the Bucks, who are banged up, right? They should win this game. Put it on paper, they should win this game. They should win. They it, should yeah. win it. And then you know you go to Lambo or you or host or, the niners. or you host the Niners. Like you gotta you gotta like you gotta win that game, you know what I mean, like I think the if obviously if you're going to Lambo it's much tougher, obviously, but if the Niners are coming to town, you gotta take care of business too. you can't be selling off your tickets to Niners fans, you know, um but yeah, we'll see what happens, still a long way to go till we get to that, still a whole nother week left. We got four games that uh, we got to get through before we start talking NFC, AFC championship. <laughs> We're getting ahead of ourselves. Getting ahead of ourselves here. Um, but, yeah, final game of the weekend. Bills, uh, Chiefs, this might be the
1: best game of yeah, the Yeah, let's not else. jinx
0: that because we said that last week. <laughs> That's true. We just, <laughs> we just said that last week, and, and that shit came out total opposite. Um, but, yeah, it should be the best game. But we'll see. Uh Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes, a rematch of last year's AFC Championship. Um at Kansas City. It's uh there's not gonna be any uh what is it called? Buildos flying on the field?
1: You never know. Bill's fans will. <laughs> uh so um what do you think about this matchup? I just think like what we're saying earlier, dude, I think uh I think the Bills are just much physical team. Uh, we've seen the Chiefs kind of like been like kind of like a finesse team. Their offense has been shaky at times. Their defense got tore up by the Bengals a couple weeks ago. Um, they they got punched in the mouth for at least the half against the Steelers, where they looked lost. And I just feel like if they start like that against the Buffalo Bills, it's not it's not going to be good for them. And I see the Bills playing with swagger right now. And I would love to see a Bills Titans AFC Championship. So I'm gonna go with the Bills. I think the Bills when uh, they they did kill them <laughs> early in the season at Arrowhead. Um, yeah, was but this good. but this whole Bills team is just playing different, dude. Josh Allen a beast. I I don't think the Chiefs are gonna have an answer for him, uh, defensively. Honestly, and I'm gonna go yeah. thirty eight. Twenty-seven, of the Bills. Wow,
0: yeah, I I also feel the same way. I feel like the, um, that defense is playing on another level right now. Um, they're they're playing with some swagger. I feel like ever since they lost to to Tampa Bay and New England in those uh, matchups earlier during the season, they kind of woke up and they started getting on getting in the groove and um, secondary flying around making plays uh, for the Bills. Um, there was a stat that none of those guys. I mean, they have like one of the top defenses in the league. They're ranked like I don't know if it was like two or three in the whole league, or something like that. Um, and or was it one? I don't even remember. But uh they had none of the none of the players made the Pro Bowl. No, yeah. none of them. And there's our good players you're talking about over there. So I think they're playing with a chip on their shoulder, playing with swagger. Like, oh, yeah, we're not good enough to make the Pro Bowl. It's cool. We don't need to make the Pro Bowl. We're going to make the Super Bowl. That's how I feel like they're they're playing. And uh, the show last week when they shut down, uh, you know, that Patriots offense, that run game, um, and, you know, Josh Allen, I mean, it's Josh Allen, man. He's He makes plays left and right. Stephon Diggs is his uh, go-to guy. Knox. Uh, playmaker in the tight end position. You got guys like Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley. Uh, man, this this team is rolling. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much think the same thing. I'm going to go 41-28. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah,
1: 41-28. 41-28, Bills. T- 28 bills. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. This, this is going to be an exciting weekend, hopefully. <clears throat> the matchups, the way they're set up, they look like it's going to be a physical weekend. It's hard to choose the only, like, lock I have is probably the tight end that I think the tight ends are moving on <laughs> regardless, but I'm excited for the weekend. Yeah,
0: excited for the weekend. We'll see what the, what these NFL games have in store for us. And uh, Go Pack Go. Uh, yeah, no, Go Niners. Go Niners. <laughs> and uh, It's going to be a bro versus bro weekend. Uh, what is
1: this, round number four? Yeah, we'll, we'll see if the, the loser wants to jump on the show next week or it'll we'll be a solo show, maybe. <laughs>
0: I'll still be here on the show, win or lose. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's uh, it should be interesting. Everybody uh, stay safe out there, have fun, enjoy the playoffs, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.